You're listening to a Westpac Wire podcast. Westpacwire.com.au. COVID-19 is having a devastating effect on many businesses around the world, but it's also bringing out an incredible spirit of entrepreneurialism. A growing number of businesses are exploring ways to pivot in the new environment, adapting what they normally do to step up where it's needed, while also helping staff to keep jobs. I'm Emma Foster from the Westpac Wire team, and I'm joined today by Lois Dillon, the operations manager of one business that's doing what I like to call a COVID pivot, a social enterprise called Mates on the Move. Hi Lois and thanks for joining me today. Hello. Firstly, could you tell us a bit about Mates on the Move? So what's the purpose of the enterprise and and what do you do? Sure. Mates on the Move is a social enterprise or Prisoners Aid Association of New South Wales. Um, The purpose of the social enterprise is to train and assist people who've been released from prison back into employment and gaining the knowledge of life skills as well to be able to reintegrate back into the community effectively. Right, okay. So I was surprised to find out uh, just how many released prisoners do actually return to prison with some reports um, showing it can be as high as 45% within two years of release. So is that um, essentially what Mates on the Move is trying to help bring down? Absolutely, yes. We're trying to reduce... Um, people going back to prison and the way we're trying to do that is to create opportunity for them and to be able to create just in terms of work and also in terms of social isolation to be able to get them connected back into community effectively and you know work is just one of the one of the ways we can actually do this but when we train and teach the ex-prisoners, we're teaching them life skills and social inclusion and just really helping them just reintegrate back into society in a really effective manner. Okay, so essentially uh, you're giving the prisoners a hand to have the best chance of success, including by giving them jobs and other life skills. So could you maybe give us some examples of the effect the program has on participants' lives? Absolutely. So we we have a bit, we have a lot of um, different cases in the sense we have people who's come up out after long sentences who's got needs in terms of te- technology, um, just reintegrating back into society in terms of um, socially. But they've actually got some really good work skills where they've actually picked up some work really good work skills within the prison. Um, so we've had quite a few long termers that we've been able to get back into employment that would normally be overlooked by employers because of that long jail record that they've had. Um, we find that they make really, really good um, good workers, especially if they've come off a long sentence. And then we have people who are in and out of the jail system and they have different needs again. So it might not be that they need help, too much help with technology because they're normally up to date with the technology, but then they might have antisocial behaviours that we need to deal with and we need to teach them what is expected in the workplace and how they can actually get a job but also sustain that work as well um, and work on anger management skills um, and just really help them get the, the, what they need to do to be able to really reintegrate back into society and just be sustainable and staying in society as well. So, yeah, we we, we tend to um, cover everyone's needs, whether it's the long-termers or the what 
the ones who generally have that in and out of the system. Okay, and and have you found that you have been able to achieve quite a bit of success with the programs that you run with them? Absolutely. I mean, obviously, it, it comes down to their personal desire as well to be able to stay out of jail. Um, we give them the tools, um, uh, but we have found that a lot of people have actually took those tools and stayed out of jail. Um, and gone into employment and sustained that employment as well. And holistically, their lives have just transformed for them in the sense that they've been able to build relationships and be able to um, sometimes reconnect with the families again and stay out of jail really effectively and be happy about it, you know, because at the end of the day, we don't want people just being out of jail. We want them to be able to be happy and back into society in a really good way. Okay, great. And and so with the employment and employment pathways, um, can you talk to us about the actual work that the um, that the participants do, and then also how the escalation of the pandemic response has affected the business and and how you've had to adapt. Sure. So we we've been collecting paper waste for from thirteen. Bill, uh, Mervac buildings. Um, this paper waste is coffee cups and paper towels. Normally, this kind of paper waste would just go to landfill, but we take it to a place where it gets turned into processed engineered fuel. And over the la- last two years, we've diverted 300 tonnes of this waste away from landfill. Hmm. The processed engineered fuel is a, used as an alternative to coal. So it's so it's a really, really good project, and we've we had investors jump on board. AMP are showing a lot of interest in looking like they'll come on board, and Systems Connector also use it, using our services as well. What we did find is when um, when the epidemic happened, we um, because everyone started to work from home, the waste in the city started to diminish, and it was gradually getting less and less and less. And where we used to collect four times a week from the Mervac buildings, we're now down to twice a week, and even that might get reduced again. So we, we found that the epidemic had a massive effect on our business. Um, it basically reduced the amount of work that we was doing in terms of the paper waste. Right. Um, we did have a sideline business as well where the boys used to go on to the removal jobs after. So we've really kind of been pushing on the removals work um, and that's been busy. However, because of the corporate connections that we've got through Mervac and Westpac, we've actually been doing a lot of work in terms of moving office equipment yeah. from particularly 275 Kent Street out to people's homes. So we're delivering the office chairs and anything that's required that needs delivering, we've been um, delivering to people's homes, which has helped helped us in terms of work. We've actually been quite busy actually for the last couple of weeks in, in this kind of work. Right. So yes, no no doubt Westpac is keeping the team incredibly busy with the huge Absolutely. Of stuff working from home. So are you working with other large organizations within those office towers and, and could you scale the service to work with more? We could absolutely. We could certainly scale to work with more. However, I'm guessing once 
the majority of the chairs are delivered to people's homes, that work might start um, decreasing. But we've been in talks with a lot of other um, tenants in terms of um, becoming a courier service because there's a lot of... Um, a lot of deliveries that still need to go to people's homes, maybe not quite as big as chairs, but, you, but smaller deliveries and then deliveries that might need to come from people's homes back into the corporate buildings. So we're actually looking at um, becoming a career service over the next few months for our, our corporate clients as well. Right, okay. And so I suppose it is um, a bit of a, a different type of work um, that you're doing now in this pivot. Has it thrown up any kind of unexpected challenges or, or even some new ways of working that you've had to navigate? Um, look, it's been an interesting challenge. Um, we've, we have got some long-termers, people who've done some long time in jail and one of the benefits they've actually been able to gain from this is using GPSs and oh, finding the way around Sydney. It might sound quite basic to the majority of us, but when you've been away from technology for so long, using a GPS um, and just getting very familiar, lots of practice in it, putting different addresses in has been really effective. Also, just getting familiar with Sydney again. So, um, on for example, on the weekend, the team was down from Bondi all the way over to DUI, over to the north shore of Bondsby, and then out in the western suburbs. It's getting them familiar with with Sydney as a region and where everything is again, because so some of them have been inside for quite a long time, and it was amazing how it threw up our memories of the childhoods. Oh, I haven't been here since I was a child. Mm. And so it was a really good communication starter to be able to really talk and just, yeah, to be able to talk about their upbringings and, you know, what's led them to down the pathway that they've actually gone into jail yeah. and how, yeah, basically it's, it's been a really, really good conversation starter for a lot of them as well. Great. So despite the devastating impact of the pandemic, it actually sounds like it's created some unexpected opportunities for mates on the move. So I, I wonder, do you think that there might be some lasting things that you can take away from it to, to keep the business going in this direction? Yeah, I think there is. I mean, certainly from a logistics point of view of um, being you know, providing more of a career service. It's certainly something that, if it's successful, we'll be looking at long-term. Um, and obviously, we've increased the removals as well. So, again, we'll be looking at keeping that increase in the removals as well in terms of um, a lot of work that we do in social housing. Um, we're expecting reasonable, that to stay reasonably reasonably busy during the COVID-19 epidemic. Um, we do a lot of work in domestic violence. So obviously we're hoping that there isn't an increase, but the real reality is there probably is an increase in domestic violence. So having our team to be able to go in and move people out into safe homes is really important as well. Mm, okay. And so if anybody out there is interested in and in, in um, taking up the services of mates on the move what's the best way thing for them to do the best way of getting in contact um definitely by 
contacting me directly through my mobile, um, which I'm happy to share, and also through my email address. We've also got the website Mates on the Move or Prisoners Aid Association as well, which have all our details on. Okay, fantastic. Uh, so that website address for Mates on the Move is? www.matesonthemove.org. Great, okay. So it's clear that what we're seeing in these tough times is it's really putting resilience on display and I reckon the team at Mates on the Move have built quite a bit of resilience in their time. So thank you for talking to us today. It's a great uh, COVID pivot story and best wishes to you and the rest of the team as we all get through this. Fantastic. Thank you very much. That's all from us today at Westpac Wire. For more, head to westpacwire.com.au.